Welcome to the Code of Joy podcast. I'm your host, Shalvina. I used to be a law firm partner, but last year I gave it all up to become a graduate software engineer. And I'm joined by my, my husband, Max, who is a middle manager in IT and spends most of his days in meetings and his weekends coding. In this podcast, we discuss working in IT, our experiences, our struggles, and some advice along the way. How it works is each episode, we one of us will introduce a question and then we will try our very best to answer that. And with that said, we'll start with today's question that will be introduced by Max. Yes, wonderful. So our question for this week is, what are our respective goals for coding for 2023? And uh, Shavina, do you want to maybe start with telling us about your goals, which I would assume are way more interesting than my ones? Uh, I don't know if they're more interesting, but maybe easier because I'm just a beginner. And so, you know, at the beginning, it's uh, a little bit more standard. Uh, so, yeah, my goals uh, for 2023, I have kind of like just started my career. So, um, I, I just want to do like a very, very quick rundown. So I did a bootcamp, I did like HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and then I thought, oh, maybe I need to learn React because, you know, like that's what you need as a front-end developer. So I started doing that and then I finished my bootcamp and I was like, oh, I need to apply for jobs. And one of the job offers that I got required uh, knowledge of Java. So I started learning Java and then I got a different job offer that required Go. So I stopped learning Java and started learning Go. And then I started working in that, uh, but I didn't really finish the Go course. And <laughs> then I got my current job where I learned a bit more Go and then jumped into Kotlin. So I feel like I'm like a little bit like a jack of all trades who actually doesn't know much of anything, uh, but I'm an expert in nothing. So I really want to spend my time this year to focus on one thing. And I have decided in my career to go into backend development. So I will be working with Go, uh, the language. So I plan on learning that more thoroughly sort of from the ground up. And um, I have a course that I kind of started and then didn't really finish. Um, so I'll be doing that. And yeah, that, that's, my, that's my main goal. And as a secondary thing is um, because I'm kind of like at the beginning stage, I want to be able to uh, showcase what I'm learning and to kind of like, you know, let, let people know my skills and knowledge. And so I want to be sharing uh, things that I learn. And the way I want to do that is maybe focus on writing articles on LinkedIn and sharing that with my network. That's kind of yeah, my, my top two things. Um, did you have any questions on that, Max? Yeah, that sounds very good. So when you say uh, backend development and learning Go, is it like the two are the same thing? Or is it like you really want to focus on the language or you want to focus on the language and then also learn like things that you need around backend development? Jumping straight to the tough questions, Max. 
Yes. Uh, well, to be honest, I don't really know that much about what backend development encompasses or includes. Uh, so I think to begin with, I want to, like my main focus is probably learning the language Go because that's what I will need to work with on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, but as I, because I'm not just, just learning Go, like in isolation, I'm gonna also be working as a backend graduate engineer. And so as I go along, I am sure I will encounter things about backend coding and topics related to that, that I want to learn more about. And so that would kind of be um, another area that I will kind of try to try to do. But yeah, the, the main focus is go. Yeah, I think that makes sense. That's, I think, a very good goal because uh, like backend development is so vast and there's so many yeah. things to learn. But even about go, just the language, you can learn a lot, but it's a, a much smaller and easier to scope out territory than just like, you know, learning about backend development. And I think what you can learn in your job along the way, that will also be really, really valuable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, as I'm working, like there might be some like core concepts that I might come across, like, for example, because I did a little bit of, um, I spent like six, no, maybe four months as a, as a graduate backend developer already. And um, as part of that, I, you know, one of the things that kept popping up was like APIs. And I was like, what in the world are APIs? Like, I had no idea. So I kind of like dived into that and did an article on it and, you know, learned about that because there was like, seemed to be like really core. And yeah, if I come across more things like that, I will maybe set aside the goal learning for a short while and then dive into that and uh, yeah hopefully write some articles and things about it as well all right very good so when you talk about articles like how do you have any number in mind like a minimum like do you want to have like I do at least one article or I do 10 or I do three or you don't really care it's more like emergent as to which topics you come across or maybe do we even have already some topics in mind that you want to write about um, I, I, I have only one thing at the moment, um, because when I was learning Go before, something that I struggled with was this like structs and pointers, uh, or maybe that's two things. So yeah, that's, that's kind of like, uh, something that I have in mind, but, uh, coming back to your question, I don't really have, <coughs> sorry, I don't really have, um, a number of articles that I want to do. I just know that as I go through the course um, and as I go through my work, like main things that I learn, I want to share. And I, I don't know at the moment how many that will be, but definitely, definitely I want to do at least one. Um, yeah. All right, very good. Um, yeah, so. If you don't have any other questions, maybe um, do you want to share with us your goals as someone who has been in the industry for decades, I think now, is that correct? Well, I guess so. I guess so. Getting old, getting old. Uh, yeah, but uh, so my goals probably a little bit different because first of all, unfortunately, in my day job, I don't 
get to do much coding anymore because as you mentioned, I spent a lot of time in meetings, which you know, I really enjoy coding, but I also know that I can help my team much better when I'm spending time with them as opposed to uh, sitting there down on the keyboard and uh, writing the best code ever. But that being said, I do like to do my coding on the weekends, as you have mentioned. And for this, what I usually do, I have like some projects, some bigger projects where I try out something new. I build up some little open source libraries and then I write articles about it, which you know, helps me really a lot to kind of keep in touch with what's happening in the coding side of things with, with my work. And for this, I have recently transitioned a little bit from I used to like write a lot of very small articles that I put on my blog, which Google really loved and sent me really a lot of visitors, uh, which is good. Thanks, Google. Uh, but I now find it more rewarding to write uh, longer articles and add them to existing publications in uh, Medium, where they usually look for like more quality. And for them, that's mostly longer articles. And so with that in mind, I'm maybe thinking of maybe writing one article a quarter as an ambitious goal. So I may even be lower than that. But yeah, it, it usually takes me a long time to write an article. So I think that should be a decent goal for myself. Um, and apart from that, I'm also interested in more like it's not exactly coding, but it's kind of related. And what I have been thinking about recently a lot is that I feel like how we do technology leadership is very haphazard. Like if you work in a larger organizations and then you have, you know, multiple teams who work on different software projects. And what you'll find is that some of these teams, they do very good work and they deliver their software very successfully. And then some other teams, they create big problems and they don't deliver it in time and they you know deliver it with bad quality and um, at the end of the day it often comes down to many factors but a big factor of course is the people involved you know and are they really good coders or not and i just think for us as an industry it's not very sustainable to rely on these kind of hero coders where you just say, okay, well, if I have this team and I have like some really good coders in there, then this will be successful. But I have this other team and they don't have these heroes in it, then the team will just struggle and maybe eventually fail. So I want to throughout the year really do a lot of thinking on how we can, how we can kind of overcome this and what maybe other approaches and systems we can have that yeah, take away this reliance for us on these, you know, exceptional code artists. But instead, how can we do something that, you know, enables us to be more reliable in our in our delivery? And wow. yeah, that, that is my that is my two goals. I have like a thousand questions, <laughs> but I don't have time for a thousand questions. So, OK, that's very, very interesting. Um, Something that kind of like grabbed my attention when you were talking about this was you were talking a lot about about writing and, and thinking. Are you planning on doing 
coding as well. I, I know at the moment you're kind of like doing things in the weekend, especially in the mornings. Are you thinking you mentioned some projects? Um, does that involve coding? And do you want to maybe like say two words about that? Um, yeah, definitely. So when I talked about like writing these articles, they usually involve, I would say, maybe 80% um, time spent coding and then 20% time spent writing about what I have been coding. Mm -hmm. But the majority is generally like, you know, actually doing code, like working with a project, trying out something new. And so that's where I will spend my coding time. And as to what exactly I'm going to do as my projects, I don't know at the moment. I have my a kind of big open source project, uh, Goldstack, which is all about like helping you get started with your project. And um, it has become like, you know, at least moderately popular. Some people are using it, which makes me very happy. So uh, maybe I'll do some projects around that. Um, but I may also try to do something new. I, I'll think about this as I go through the year. Oh, some idea just occurred to me. This gold stack stuff. Maybe we can do like a like a episode on it, and and you can share some of the you know like the the, the work that you've done and like a screen share. That would be pretty cool for anyone who's sort of interested in getting some some insider information about what you're working on. Yeah, maybe we can do that. Yeah, yeah, um, cool. And so, and the the articles that you mentioned, which are like. Um, you know, mostly like, so you'll be like, what I understand is that you'll be sort of like coding something uh, and then writing about how you how you did that or what you did. Um, do you have like certain topics in mind? So you did say you want to publish a certain amount, I think one every quarter, you said. Um, do you have like some kind of broad brush topics um, that you, yeah, you want to tackle? Um, yeah, as I said, at this point, not really, you know, I don't really know the projects I want to do or what I want to do them about. I have one article that I have almost finished now. It's about um, user management um, using AW, oh, Amazon Cognito, sorry, some of, lots of the servers are AWS, some of them are Amazon, but Cognito is Amazon Cognito, which um, helps you with your authentication and authorization needs. So that's a very long article. I've almost finished it. So I'll definitely be publishing that. Um, but what I'll do from there, I'm, I'm not so sure yet. I'll see what I come across and what inspires me. Cool. And um, just coming to the last part that you mentioned, which is like the technology leadership and these uh, you know, not trying to rely on the on the hero coders so much. That sounds really fascinating. Um, do you do you have some, I guess, ideas about how we could go about reducing our reliance on these hero coders and sort of like building a better team across the board and these kind of things? So, are you going to be this is something you're going to be writing about as well? Um, yeah. Yeah, good question. So this one, one thing that I'm very certain about is that this is a very big and tough problem. So I'm not so sure whether I'll be writing anything about it because I know I have to do a lot of thinking, a lot of listening, a lot of talking uh, with, uh, with others about it um, throughout the year. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely know that there's a lot of things that we tried 
that kind of didn't work. And um, some the first topic that comes to mind is agile and things like the scaled agile framework. So these really a lot of the ideas like to solve exactly the problem that I have mentioned, like how can we make you know delivery more predictable and less erratic than it currently is. But unfortunately, I don't believe that these agile approaches solves it. And my hunch, and I'm not sure about it. It's just a, it's just a suspicion. Um, yeah, but my hunch is that it's mostly rested on two problems, and one of them is that we kind of are not very good at aligning the kind of people and social aspects and the technological aspects. And so they often like they, they drift apart. So sometimes, you know, we have really good people organization, really good organization and teams, but then our architecture, our, our technology, you know, doesn't align with that and creates like massive problems for us because we made some wrong decisions there. And sometimes it's the other way around where we made really good technology decisions, but then we didn't build the right people organization around it. And the second aspect is around responsibility, where I feel like in most modern teams that I've worked with, there's often like a very kind of shared responsibility model. So when you have a big delivery, then you have an architect responsible for the architecture of an agile uh, delivery person responsible for the delivery and dependencies. Then you have a tech lead responsible mm. for the coders and the engineers. Then you have yeah. a people leader responsible for the teams. And it's at the end, very difficult to know who at the end is in charge. And if something goes wrong, more importantly, uh, there's not really one person of one role that the responsibility falls on. So, yeah, but as I said, mm. at the moment, this is just, this, these are just hunches. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That sounds quite messy and, and bloated, I have to say, right? Like a lot of people involved doing different things and you kind of have to bring it together. And that can be a challenge. Um, yeah, but that, that sounds really, really cool. Maybe, you know, um, if people are interested, this can be some of the stuff that we can talk about as you think about these things and, uh, yeah, our different perspectives as well. You know, I'm sort of like, um, I think the, the great thing is I'm kind of like at the beginning stage, you are like way more advanced and we can, you know, share the different points of view views on these kind of tough topics uh yeah but that was great thank you very much for sharing uh that information and your goals and yeah i hope that uh, our audience liked that i think that's it for today yes wonderful um thank you for sharing your goals as well and thanks everyone for listening in and if you have any questions please don't um, hesitate to reach out and maybe share with us your um, goals for the year as well. Yes, thank you everyone and happy Bye. new year.